So yesterday we started the Chassam Sefer. <coughs> the petitioner wanted to know whether <coughs> a neighbor can uh, object to having somebody sell uh, drinks in his house during the day. And the Chassam Sefer is in the middle of answering him that he believes that it is a problem. So we're holding the middle of the Chassam Sefer where he says uh, in the middle of the wide, like uh, the eighth wide line, Avo Pashut, says the Chassam Sefer, the Shino Lav Dafka Balayla. It's partial to me, says the Chassam Sefer, that when Chazal said that you can object because of sleep, <coughs> it's not referring specifically to nighttime sleep. Even during the day, a person cannot relax because of the noise. There are also children that want to sleep during the day. And there's also workers that wake up early. So regardless... <coughs> the, 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 there's no there's no rationale to say that during the day a person can do uh, noisy activities in, in a residential area. <coughs> Therefore, I don't think that this is a, a correct argument. <coughs> and what the questioner was saying are saying that maybe things changed in the times of Chazal. Even though you can you can uh, give a certain rationale to that, since uh, the place can say that all uh, mitzvah activities are uh, <coughs> are protected by Chazal, and you can't object them. The, the, just, just to be able to make a livelihood is, is considered a mitzvah. But that, the Chassam Sefer says, I don't think that that's enough of an excuse. The, the only time we say that is when, <coughs> if, if the, we allow the objection to stand, the mitzvah will not be accomplished. If the, if the, if the children are not learning Torah, they're not going to be learning Torah and they're, they're going to be uh, wasting their time. Or other mitzvahs that are, uh, <coughs> that are um, <coughs> the obligation of the entire community. The parnasa of one individual is not the responsibility of all the neighbors. So therefore, that the, the, the mitzvah... <coughs> The mitzvah um, uh, the, the angle would not help over here. Amnam nearly loved liskais alpimash But the Chassam Sefer says, I think there's another reason to allow this person to have this uh, the store open, and it's according to what the Rabbah says. To explain the rationale of the Ramban and the Paiskim. When we're dealing with the store in the courtyard, even chazaka does not help. Not like the Raga and the Rav who say uh, because of Ribi Aderach. And when a person does work in his, in his store, even it's allowed. The Chassam Sefer says like this. We, the, the, really, the Mishnah is, is hard to understand. Why is Kalan Patash and Rechaim more objectionable than Ribi Derech? L'chaira, he says, it would seem to be that, that the noise of the, of the manufacturing is worse than the increased traffic. Because of the Atam Mephorish Masis. And he says over there, the Rabbah says the reason is, that he's manufacturing things in his house and he's selling it in the marketplace. Mephor, it's clear, the Chalshi after last of a shock. It's impossible to actually manufacture these items, these utensils in, in the marketplace. Since it's impossible activity to do anywhere else but his house, therefore, even with a loud noise, um, you, you, can, you cannot object. 
You can't stop the person from earning his livelihood. But the sale, in other words, the Mishnah is stressing that he, he should sell it in the marketplace in order to emphasize the fact that <clears throat> that the, the, that that the, the 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 concept over here, the reason why Chazal are allowing the neighbor to object is only because the person has another option. He can earn his livelihood in another manner by selling in the marketplace. But if that's not an option, then he could do it in his house. So therefore, even though the noise of traffic is not such a loud noise, therefore the neighbors can object because the, the neighbor has another way of earning his livelihood. They cannot sell it in the marketplace. These people are selling the beverages. <coughs> the main parnasa is that people come to the house to, 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 the, to the pub to drink and, and feel better about, about their, their, their sad lives. It's not a common thing to have it in the marketplace. Since you cannot sell it in the marketplace, you have to have a residential house to sell it in. So therefore, <coughs> the sale of the items is similar to the manufacturer that the Gemara talks about, which is allowed. There may be a difference between selling wine and selling uh, and selling um, uh, whiskey. Maramalshik has a truva about people that that, that were arguing <coughs> that uh, by bringing Arelim uh, into their Courtyards that they're going to suffer from uh, burglaries. Upasak and he passes the ribu darach shemanu, ribu ganov mloy shemanu. The mission does not uh, give a person a right to object because of the fact that uh, unsavory characters are <coughs> coming into the neighborhood. We don't assume that the people coming by are going to actually steal. Akain kol hechad lek mishum ribu darach if does not increase traffic lek anami mishum gami. The fact that there's burglaries. Is not a, is not a, a, a valid reason for objection. But the Chassam Sefer says that's by regular people. But the people that that sit <coughs> and drink wine or or or, or whiskey, to have a pub in a residential neighborhood is a very grave concern. So perhaps Maram Al would agree that that is not an, a permitted activity. But but people that sell wine in in our in our uh, country have a miyach and a matzi sheishdar mo yain bevezi shalva yain sarav roivu matzi ukarav avadish yachalim chais. But selling whiskey, the chassam sayer feels you could you could object. Next page, uh, page seventy nine. <coughs> we have a mishkan shalom, which is a heintiger uh, paisik. He says, something that's a normal activity in a residential house. Roivu niyadim mishdam shvaykach. And most people do this type of activity. Even though it harms his neighbors, and also, <coughs> and also, manufacturing activity that most people do in their courtyards. The, the neighbor that that's uh, suffering from this cannot object. And and the bottom in the Makaris Biurim, he says. And the, the reason has to be al darshan's barrel air. We According to the chaznish that we spoke about the other day, the chal tashmishumat in tashvishe dira argilim. Any activity that's normal and, and customary, v'achanami umduzush and al gurayv neir lots of chazrisayim, and also the manufacturing that the gemara talks about, which is which most people would do in their in their residential courtyards, v'chiyusan u'mukar parin nesasan, and it's their livelihood. Ainah b'chalal niskei shchenim. It's not included in niskei shchenim. 
Since it's a normal, it's a normal usage of houses and uh, courtyards. On page 80, we have, we have a, a riff. The riff says as follows. The riff <coughs> brings down the, the, what the Gemara says, the Chanusha Bechatsu Yachalim Chesbiyadim Aisha Reishim Aisha Seifa Amarava Seifa Alson Nagzri Stramlin Takonas Rishuv and Gamal of Eilach Shatigan Shimashim Lamdi Tinaikas Bechamadina Madina Bechal Pelach Upelach. So he brings down the Gemara <coughs> that uh, gave a special dispensation to opening up a school. And the Namukiyasim on the side, if you look on the side of the, of, of the, of the page on page 80, Latinaikas Shabbi Srabban, Mitakonas Rishuv and Gamal Veil. Shafal Pisha Yachal Lamda Mabatik Nasias Vatam Majrashas and Yuchad Mulkach. Even though they could have, there were other schools available where, where these children were able to learn and, and uh, to learn Taira. Nevertheless, so the, the Muki Yosef makes a very interesting point. He says that even in a situation where by by objecting to having this specific school in this uh, in this residential neighborhood, it's not like there won't be any other school available. There are other places that these children can learn Taira. And they will be able to learn in, 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 in a regular, in, in a regular established base medrash. Nevertheless, we don't want to be matriach the kids to have to walk in order to learn because perhaps if we, if we, if we cause them to have a bigger tircha uh, and it's a bother for them to do it, they won't end up learning. On the next page we have, uh, <coughs> so I mean, this Muki is, uh, is, <coughs> is, is grounds you know, some people sometimes people taina that you know that there's other there's other shuls, other yeshivas. So the Mukiyasa seems to say that, that that would not be a, a, a valid concern. And now in the next page, on page eighty one, we have a Beis Yosef who says as follows: If if one of the people in the courtyard wants to teach Torah to children, they cannot prevent them. But if he wants to make a big school. And he wants to have, you know, and he wants to have other. He doesn't want to just do a private, a private class, but he wants to have a whole establishment, a whole moisid, as they call it. And he's going to be, you know, the the the, the principal of this moisid. According to Rashi, you could prevent it. According to other paiskim. You cannot prevent them from doing it. If he wants to write, says the says, What about other mitzvahs? We're dealing so far with the mitzvah of um, of teaching children. What about other mitzvahs? Let's say a person wants to write svarim or do a different mitzvah, or he wants to give out or he wants to make a mini, he wants to make a shul in his house. So from the Ramban and the Rashi, it seems that these mitzvahs are not are not on the same level as teaching children, and the neighbors have a right to object. Um, but according to the Torah and Rabbi Yerucham, they cannot prevent them. Other mitzvahs are also included under the the umbrella of Rabbi Shimon Gamal. And he brings other Rishayim in the hole like that as well. On the next page, page 82, we have the Shulchan Aruch. Shulchan Aruch in Simon Kufnum Vav Sif Gimel says as follows. A person has a right to teach a Jewish children Torah in his house. The neighbors cannot object. And now the Shulchan Aruch writes 
All types of mitzvahs, the neighbors cannot prevent them from doing any mitzvah. So he's passing like the Rishayim will say that all mitzvahs are included in this special heter. <coughs> the Sefer Meir nine, the, the smile on the side of the page, says as follows. From the fact that the Shulchan Aruch does not create any distinctions in the Salacha, even if there's, uh, even if it's a very big school, <coughs> it's also allowed. If there's more than fifty children, that even if he's teaching a lot of children at the same time, it is still mutter. And on the bottom of the page, Epistle Tshuva says, Venerally. <coughs> It seems to me the dafka b'nei amavi b'nei chotzer shedarm yachem amavi echad b'chotzer echad zayin adarm yachem b'cheder echad b'bayis chayiruf echad. Says the lavush, I want to draw a distinction between if we're so far we're dealing with a situation where where there's separate separate uh, separate houses and one person wants to make in his house a uh, 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 school. So there uh, there it's allowed. <coughs> but what if everybody's in the same house? What if, what if it's one big apartment building and one of the people one of the people wants to make a school in his apartment? Or, in, or he make, wants to make a shul in his apartment. <coughs> so he says, <coughs> He says, in his times, unfortunately, the Yidden were crammed into the ghetto and many people lived in one big building. Nearly vada, it seems to me certain, <coughs> any neighbor can object and prevent his neighbor, <coughs> even from teaching children, <coughs> from, uh, in that, in that, Apartment building that he's living in Shazuvada in Adas Certainly nobody can accept having such a thing going on in their apartment building. And and when when the when the people joined and 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 uh, <coughs> moved into this apartment building, they certainly did not have in mind that uh, that somebody would be would be opening up a school in one of the apartments. If you look on the next page. <coughs> Um, page 83, there's a Beis Yosef, he brings down the following. There's a Marik, there's a, a, a Marik that we're going to be discussing in Shem, the, re- the rest of the segment. <coughs> so he says, this is the Rosh writes in the Tshuva. In those days, the Jews were only able to live in ghettos. And Unfortunately, many Jews didn't have a place to live. They, 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 they simply didn't have any ghetto to live in, and the ghettos were frequently overcrowded. So the Rush says that a person has a right to live in any city he wants to. If a person is moving into a ghetto, he finds some, some empty area that, that's hefker, he can, he can acquire that area and move in, even though it's, it's causing a lot of overcrowding in the ghetto. So, <coughs> he's, so he says, Bezdin can't prevent him. But if the people in the city can go ahead, and stop him from, from doing it. If they can shut the door in his face, even if they have to petition to the local squire, who's a Goyish squire, and get him to stop this guy from moving him, it's certain that they are able to do it. The only person who can argue on this is somebody who's very crooked. So he says, it, says, it seems like a, a, a very strange thing to me. How is it possible that we should allow somebody to go ahead and petition the local Gaiyish ruler to stop this guy from moving in, and not using the, the channels of Bezin? 
He really uh, used strong words about anybody who argues with him. This is what I think, and I'm going to write it.